Welcome to the Psychology of Learning Foreign Languages, the podcast that shows you how to apply psychology and quality management to boost your language skills. Welcome to the Psychology of Foreign Language Learning. My name is Gerhard Orban. Today we are going to talk about the use or uselessness of language learning apps. Since I turned 18, I embarked on the journey of learning foreign languages and I started to learn several languages at the same time. Why I did that, what psychological motives may underlie this, that may be a completely different discussion because at the in the end I think much of this was pretty useless stuff. But and I think that if you're learning uh, foreign languages just for job advancement, it can have also a very negative effect. Because if you send a company your CV and you um, write about uh, 20 or 30 languages, uh, then uh, the effect may be very well negative. Because who wants to have this super genius or arrogant guy in this company who makes everybody feel small and uh, unintelligent. So this is just a, a tangent of mine, but um, at least I invest quite a lot of time in searching for materials to learn all those crazy languages. Um, at, the at the University of Hamburg we had a very great library. You could um, lend out um, a lot of materials and the Municipal Library of Hamburg had a a whole floor for foreign languages and you could take sacks of books and uh, audio tapes, uh, video tapes home. So I always uh, remain frustrated by uh, textbooks and learning materials in general because I found them uh, quite stupid and I found that after a certain level they didn't uh, they have much to offer. Uh, my wife recently commented about Duolingo, the same that she's a quite advanced German speaker, but Duolingo forced her to start from the beginner's level and go from one level up to the next and so on, and it's very tiresome. So, what, what is the problem that uh, most of those language apps and programs cannot uh, solve? Um, it's on the one hand, if you are an absolute beginner and if you know nothing, if you want to travel to Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia or any other country, and uh, you want to pick up just some phrases to order beer, to make a hotel reservation and so on, then I think there is an infinite way to accomplish this well. So if you have, say, let's say four weeks to do this and you want to cram somehow some phrases into your head that you later forget, I think that there's almost no technique that can fail in this endeavor. No? 
Now, if you, the other prob problem is, no, if you have, uh, you are a native speaker even, no, because everyone of us has stalled his own language development, even in his native language. No, who of us, no, how, what percentage of the, our population reads books? No, what percent of our population works actively on their own native language? So, for example, learns five new English words a day or practices uh, grammar, reads books about linguistics. No, I think. 1%, 2%, no. That's also why, as an aside, uh, uh, native speakers starting to teach their own language abroad huh, very often face the challenge to learn their grammar because they, they are being asked about things they or did, either did unconsciously or automatically, or B, they uh, didn't do even right. So, um, so what happens if we take a person who is at a quite high level of a foreign language and it's not a person who knows zero words and wants to go to 100 words, but a person who knows already 50,000 words and wants to go to 50,100 words. So now let's take the perspectives of the, of the producers of all this uh, information education content. Why do most of the people start to learn foreign languages? Yes, a lot of us, uh, if you're from um, a poor country, third world country, development country, how you name it, then you learn a foreign language to survive. You want to migrate to the US, to the European Union, want to get a job, so it's a matter of survival. But in the Western Hemisphere, the most people learn foreign languages to impress others, you know, to order an Italian at, at the Italian restaurant to, to survive uh, next vacation and so on. So they have very limited language goals. So if they want to impress somebody, then then you have one strategy. You add, you learn 100 phrases by heart, and because no one no one will ever listen to you for two hours speaking Italian to judge you. No? They will say, hey, tell me something in Italian. And then if you have rehearsed well a phrase, two phrases, and they say, wow. Yeah, my, my buddy is an excellent Italian speaker, so that, that's what you want. Ordering at rest, a restaurant is quite a limited activity. So, so language uh, materials producers, they are well aware of this. It's, uh, maybe 95 or 99% of the market are people who want to reach a very, very low level. So, um, so. The typical situation is, especially in the Western Hemisphere, you born this family, they booked a vacation to some new exotic destination, let's say some to, let's say, Costa Rica or Maldives or Vietnam. So then, they, if they're a good middle-class family, they go into a bookstore and say, okay, let's show me some show me some travel guides for this destination and then they say oppa here advertisement right here and learn Vietnamese and just four weeks and says exactly the time they have left for, for the next holidays so, okay why not why not pick up some words before I travel there and nobody has the intention to stay in Vietnam and to open up a company there or almost no one and 
And so who, what is the percentage of person going to the library and saying, okay, I want in four weeks, I'm, we are heading to Vietnam and I, please give me something that allows me to learn thoroughly Vietnamese, learn the, all the grammar to be able to give a university lecture and so on. So almost nobody does this. So, so the market for people who want to take the language proficiency into a high level is quite small. And another problem is that you know, those first words that you are learning in any language is always the same. If you see how a child learns for its own language, its own language so it's always mom and dad, and so these words are identical in all languages. So yes, you can devise of um, of a very attractive app where you have to click and to make games and pass levels and so on for those thousand words because they are relevant to almost everyone. But what to do about a person who knows already those 50,000 words? So, so the next 100 words they are different for every person because they depend already on their profession, their hobbies, interests, family situation, social status, geographic, geographical location and so on. And in principle you had to devise, you would have to devise um, an app that uh, caters to millions of different individuals uh, and having millions of different constellations of the, those next 100 or 1000 words, so which is very un unpro unprofitable. So, and the problem is that most language courses and most language apps, they, they base their language learning process on words as units and, and they make, and it's exercise based learning. And those exercises are always based on concrete words, which are given by the textbook or given by the application. So, if you check out my course online, which I started to upload, for, is that there's also another way of learning foreign languages. It's like imagine you are cooking or you're playing con Lego and constructing things, and, and then you take words as element, and the instructor or the textbook doesn't give you the ready-made exercise, but gives you a blueprint uh, how to combine words. And, different topic structures huh? and you can construct your own sentences and you can make your own exercises to infinity you don't need somebody giving you an exact uh, exercise huh? for example if you know those lego pieces huh? they come in different colors so huh? okay i can show you for example how to build a house but you can build a house in a, with millions of different combinations of colored stones you can mix them you can make one wall in one color the other in another color and but as long as you respect the overall structure of the house you have complete freedom to arrange the house and the same is with the type of exercises i envision as if you give as a teacher just the overall construction, how and what order to put words, subject, verb, object, or and, and vice versa, then then your students can become an autonomous learner because 
the only thing that he has to do or she has to do is to look for new words and then he or she can look up words that are relevant to her, to her or him and continue making exercises okay I, I hope this was useful and the last thing I wondered what would happen if we put all the classical literature contemporary literature into a computer program and and um, serve it to all those language learning apps I think that most language learning apps wouldn't recognize uh, uh, a lot of sentences there and say this is wrong this is wrong because those majority of language language learning apps and textbooks they don't provide for all possible answers all correct answers they they can they can only check if, if you correspond to one answer the textbook once or the app once so and that should make us suspicious so if even the, the, the people on the pedestal of, uh, of our own language wouldn't pass with their text their problem products and uh, the literary products uh, those tests and then something is may not be wrong with the, with the textbook or the app so bye bye